Hello, welcome to the Cunningham Fan Podcast. I'm James Adam. This is uh, the man that puts human in human resources, Paul Porter. Thank you very much. Um, Paul is our HR master. Uh, how are you doing, Paul? I'm doing very well. Um, thank you for uh, having me on the podcast. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, as you know, this is What the Fox. Uh, this is the Cunningham Fan Podcast. We go through a variety of different subjects, uh, whether they be marketing, business, those kind of things. And today, uh, what we're going to be talking about is um, people and yep. uh, it's not just about people it's about businesses and about values and how you get the most out of um, out of people within yep. a business and, and things like that and well, we, we started working together you know about six months ago something yeah, like that, that yeah. I think and uh, and it all kind of came mm. about from the fact that I've kind of I'm pretty honest about the fact that I have not always seen the value in a business having Values, <laughs> excuse the pun. Yeah, um, it kind of always seemed a little bit wishy-washy for me, and a bit of a kind of thing that I'd, I'd been in businesses where they were like, you know, the the muckety mucks came in and said, mm. right, these are our new values, this is our new vision statement, this is all, you know, this is yeah. everything. Here it is. Away you go, everyone. Make sure you, you know, do everything according to these values. Yeah, and it just always felt a bit empty and, and they just tended to fall by the wayside yeah. pretty soon afterwards and so I never, you know, I started this business and I didn't really see any real benefit in, you know, in doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it also because, yeah, for me it was like, it's my business, kind of my values, so I kind of feel like, well, you know, we're going to always be that way because, because of you, because of me. Yeah. And I think, you know, more for me there really, that it quickly became apparent well, it didn't quickly become apparent. It eventually became apparent that as you grow and as there are more people, yeah. you suddenly find those some of those people don't necessarily live the same values as you share. Yeah, I mean, you must have seen that in you know a million times over, I imagine. Yeah, and I think um, I think you know there's a, a real trend for you. Sort of, you, you I go into a lot of businesses, and you know you make you make an assumption quite early on. You'll see the the values up on the wall and you'll see you know, normally see these days like a, a pool table an office dog a hammock um, they're usually sort of like tick yeah, boxes staples. yeah staples. absolutely so we kind of think um, we haven't even got a pool table no we need one we've got a foosball table we've got a foosball table it's quite no cool. office dog though that is a hard no. no on the office dog no dog no Joe brought his dog in once when I was here and then once when I think when he thought I wasn't yeah um, but you knew I was aware I'm like always <laughs> acutely aware of where all dogs are around me and I don't like them so, so normally they, they're the ones we look at and think right okay this, you know, this, this is a kind of a people place and it's kind of right, it's right in terms of the, the heart of what people do so you normally see the, the values up on the wall looks great um, but the real truth of it is is how do you actually get bring the values to life so they're actually part of what you do rather than just you say one thing but you actually do another um, so you, you see it very often but if the leadership team and the team don't actually live them values day by day it's just a statement on the wall that looks pretty probably looks better for you know customers coming in Clients, and says this is what we do so you know creative marketing agency there's a message to be put out there um, I think one of the things that were refreshing whilst we had you know logos no office dogs but you know there was a there was a want to bring values together and an understanding and that was a great part where I joined you guys to start that journey and, mm. and where we are now 
is in a, you know, in a different place, a better place. So we're still on that journey of, of bringing it alive. Um, but yeah, I think people really want a sense of being part of something more than just work. Yeah, and, and I, I think that was the the thing that became apparent was, you know, as I sort of mentioned before, that it seemed like it had got away from me a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of what people, you know, what we were doing and, and the quality of what we were doing and, and, the yeah. pe- you know, and the people that were doing the things <clears throat> that we were doing. And, and that was when I really realised that this is why we need to have, yeah. we need to have these values. And I think it's something that you said to me that it was kind of, this is, everything is based on this. Yeah. You hire based on yeah. this. If, you, if you're gonna fire, you fire based yeah. on this. Everybody is, you know, has to live these values because that's what makes us different from yeah, every what, other Brazilian other agencies like us that are out there. And absolutely, and that's the thing in terms of, you know, especially with a, a small business, Everybody has to be good at what they do. You can't carry anybody in a in an SME. You just can't do it. So everyone's got to be good, and that's kind of given. You know, expect yeah. people to be good at what they do, unless they wouldn't be here. What makes the the businesses who really do drive and really do go to that next level is is the values, and it is about how we do things. But more importantly, what we don't do. So I think we we'll probably we can probably touch on it later on in terms of how we came about the values of can plan. Um, but it. You know, you you go in somewhere, and someone will say something like we, you know, we're transparent, but they won't tell people that the business is running out of cash in six months. That's not transparent. That's just you know, yeah. that's, you say one thing but you do another. Um, so I think it's really important, and I think the way to bring the values to start off with is to engage with the team. Get, yeah. You know, again, you I've seen in organisations before where you come and say, oh, your values look great, and you start asking questions. How do they come about? And it's normally. A leadership team has been away. They've had an offsite. Someone's facilitated it from outside. They've come back and they've rolled the values out. Yeah, been to, the, nice to the masses. Been playing in the park yeah. or yeah, on the swings they've and they come with they've like built a, a raft. Yeah, but usually yeah. built a raft. Been up a mountain. Yeah, log cabin usually involved. Yeah, and there's some values, and then they just roll the values out. These are our yeah. values, and this is why. And this is the thing for me. I think that's why I have perhaps resisted it because yeah. of that kind of experience and this idea that exactly as you said, that they're always. They're more like marketing messages than they are like yeah. something that's real. Yeah. Transparency is a, it's great in it to say, mm. oh, we're super transparent. You're not. You're not transparent. Yeah. I can almost guarantee it. Like you don't. Nobody tells everything to yeah. everyone. Nobody tells their employees absolutely everything. Yeah. Nobody tells their clients absolutely everything. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You can't. It's not. You can't run a business like that. No. no shop you go to tells you how much I bought it for. How much it costs to ship it to me, and how much my rent is, and how much I'm selling it to you for, yeah. and therefore what my margin is. Yeah. You don't do that. They're not transparent. So don't pretend you are. Yeah. And that is, is so. It's those things that people think that they are saying because they think people like to hear yeah. it, when they're not really. It's not really real. No. So you can't live it because it, you don't. You didn't believe it. At the it start. doesn't mean anything. It, it it's just, it's, it's, and then that's where you have the values are just a statement, mm. and they're not actually part of what you do. So and they fall down immediately. Don't they? Yeah, they do, and I think the you know the values. I mean, you get a good point before James. You know, it's your business. You've been running the business. It's it, beforehand. It was your personal values of how you how you what you believed and how you how you lived them values yourself. But that doesn't help grow a business when you grow from two to three to four to five, plus to many numbers. Um, it can't be one individual's value. It's got to be a group. And there's a group value. Why? And then we spoke about it earlier on in terms of when we started to work together, you end up in the point where you, you hire to the values as much as to the, the talent, but also you call people out on the values if they're not doing it. And that's, 
that's really when it works. That's when it kind of becomes second nature rather than it being a, a forced approach. Um, and I see that with some of the, some of the big organisations. They say one thing, but actually the reality of what you read and what it's like to work there are two totally different things. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's quite interesting when we kind of got together, we had a bit, bit of a different approach. Um, so James got his Lego out. Always, <laughs> it, yeah. Always end up with the Lego out. It comes. Which, any excuse. I've never done Lego values before, but... You, well, that was it. Yeah, that was kind of... That, I think it goes back to that thing that I didn't want it to be my values because yeah. I, I also recognise the fact that just because I think it's right doesn't mean it's right for the business it's far better to you know and, and this you know, Lego series plays all about um, getting a you know hive mind a, you know a group consensus between people and there's no point creating a thing yeah. that ultimately wasn't going to be supported by the rest of the, the rest of the people that work here I'm one of yeah. the people not you know yeah. you know not any more important <clears throat> than anybody else so we did this year. We did a Lego social workshop, which really pinned down loads of different things and some really surprising stuff that people said was valuable to them mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have predicted at all. Uh, you know, yeah. there was stuff in there that was really, really surprising, and there was stuff in there that didn't just didn't feature yeah. at all. And that actually told me some stuff about the people that we had yeah. and that um, something you know some things that were incredibly important to me were not important to any of the people that were there. And that said, actually, do you know what? This business is missing that person that considers that to be a really, really important thing because I do believe that's an important value. So we we looked at this kind of landscape of all these different values and and ultimately then kind of honed those down to five or six that we all agreed were important to the business and that they could be something that we could all live by and that if we did live by them, We'd be better. We'd yeah. do better work, and yeah. everything we did would be would be better because of yeah. it. And I think that's where I was. I can got involved with it. it was, and it and actually wasn't me part of the values workshop. It was you guys that drove it. I kind of came in when you'd done it, and it's kind of like right. Well, what do we do now? We've kind of got all these ideas. Everyone's kind of got their input in terms of what's important, what's important to them, what's important to how they work together. And I think the next stage for us then was really. Well, how do we now bring them alive? Mm. And, and that's the the HR part of it. I mean, we took, you know, yeah. you, you are a an HR person. Yes. But and I think that conjures an image sometimes of the person you get in when you're trying to sort of wiggle your way out of some sort of legal wranglings, yeah. or you put yourself into a bit of a muddle, or you're just trying to get your contracts right, or you're dealing with whatever you know this, that, and the other. And we'd certainly had HR people before with help with you know hiring and. Yeah. different bits and pieces like that but for me it was very much you know when we started working together it was really much more about how do we improve the yeah. way that we appraise people how do we, you know how do we help people develop and grow and all that kind of stuff yeah and that's really what your kind of yeah. really was to take these values and say okay how do we you know everyone says they believe in them yeah everyone you know everyone does believe in them yeah. but how do we make sure that we're actually living them yeah and I think that's the you know the refreshing part of working with SMEs is it's not a tick box exercise. It's their business. Normally, it is somebody's business. It is more important to them than a CEO of a large organisation. You know they build this. It's they've done from the very first day they've been a part of it. So coming in, and I think we had the conversations. We can do it. You know, HR people can do all them things. It's not going to make your business better. It's not going to grow your business. 
and I think also regardless of whoever's in the business but the values will remain within there and they may evolve over time but right now it's a really good thing for us to work together and then the next stage which we we, we came up together we brought the, the values down which were be proactive support and challenge yeah. support and challenge be proactive own it yeah um be cunning be cunning and then the other one that we had be better be better and they were really important so we that's how we, we had all this information we then put it into the five values and actually the overrunning one was to be cunning yeah around the fox and everything else so so that was great. It looked great. Visually, it looked great. You'd expect that from a, you know, you hope so. You guys, you know, in terms of your marketing, creative business, as much you are, and it looked great. So it was a bit like, so what? So what's the next thing? So we we then sort of set about giving the guys um, a project, yeah. a challenge. And I think this was the real sort of light bulb moment mm. for me when I realised. This is how we're going to make this be real because yeah. a lot of the time when you're doing work, you're doing work for clients, so you are limited by you know the budget they have. You're yeah. limited a bit by the scope and the vision of what they want to produce, yeah. and you don't always like as an agency, everyone knows that you don't always get to produce the thing that you liked the most. Yeah. A lot of time, you have to produce the thing that the client liked the most, or the thing that's right for the customer, or whatever, you know, whatever else. Mm -hmm. So we sort of developed this idea of you know an entirely fictional brief. Yeah. Um, which allowed complete freedom for the team yeah. and took them completely out of their comfort zone. It wasn't stuff they'd done previously. It was all, you know, a lot of it involved bits that they were strong at and then bits that they'd never yeah. never done before. Yeah. So it meant they had to learn new things. They had to pr try stuff out and yeah. put, push people outside their yeah. comfort zone and get people talking, talking to other people yeah. that they maybe had never... Yeah, and, know, I think it, and again, the... The driver behind the the project was the values and bringing the values to life. So, um, regardless of where they where where they played within the, the business in terms of whatever role they had, they were all on a an, a level playing field. And it was about each week somebody ran the business or ran the project. They fed back differently. They all had different parts of it, and they came back to to ourselves. So, James played the part of um, the clients. They had a budget, they had a brief, and then it was like, go figure it out. And that was the right, oh, right, okay, what do we do? And they had a deadline of the 6th of December, so then had this completed and finished. So the great thing about that was it wasn't us saying, let's go and build a raft in um, wherever we are, the so local, that, the local waterway nice, is. Yeah, there was a sail water park. Yeah, the sun's yeah, come out yeah, now, so yeah. we can maybe do that for the summer. But it was, it was very much about, we gave them a brief, we gave them the values, and we said, right, go figure it out. What does that actually mean to you? So really interesting to see how that evolved over time. And, and more than anything, they, they reported back in terms of how the project was gone, but also very much about how they've been living the values. Mm. Um, and it automatically, they started to think differently about each other, as well as not just the project. So, you know, be better. They would come back and say, we've done this part, but then somebody said, well, actually, it could be better. Yeah. Um, and they started to challenge each other. They challenged each other to be better, but they also supported them. So mm. it really, I think, out of all the projects around values that I work with clients, this was the one that galvanised everyone really quickly mm. and actually had a real impact. It was, really, it was also really good for, for me, from my point yeah. of view, because it, it 
it helped me fight my tendency to be a bit of a helicopter mm. manager. Mm. It stopped me from, you know, diving in, yeah. fixing it all, saying this is how I think it should be done, yeah. irrespective of whether that's right or wrong, and then clear enough again. Or you know, people come to me and asking questions and saying, can we do this? Can we do that? It it it, it was good to take me away from the process, yeah. and I think that was a really valuable yeah. and really useful thing to do. And I think also we gave you know, gave the team different options to lead at different times to, to learn new skills so it's really really valuable so as the values then sort of came alive they, they, you could see that you could actually see there'd be a change in terms of how they worked and then brought that back into their day-to-day so the upside from the client point of view was they were asking questions like well could this be better hmm. and you know and were they being proactive rather than waiting and they were the small changes that start to happen so the project was great. Um, we kind of wrapped that up, and then it was. I suppose it was then getting into the reality of yeah of what we do. So doing. that's great, isn't it? So you've got you've got the situation where now you've you've done a project where you had pretty much free reign, mm. not an unlimited budget, but you had yeah. you had pretty clear creative freedom to do whatever you liked. Yeah. And now you've got your client work. Now you've got your day to day, everything else you've got to do, and we're all busy, and everyone's yeah. got loads of stuff to do. So how do you make sure that people stay on top of that? Yeah, and, and sort of build those habits. Yeah, I think well for me, one of the things that we implemented into the business was was an appraisal. You know, quite simple. And if anyone's had an appraisal, the format's the same pretty much wherever you go. But the where we really kept that momentum going was that we would have our I would have without you actually, um, mini updates with them on a weekly basis. So how are you getting on? Let's talk about the values and and start to really sort of question and support the guys in terms of. Well, how can you be more proactive about that? How can you challenge? How can you support each other? Um, and that's what's really it's it takes time to do it. And you know, just we've had a review there recently with with the team, and it, each week you can see that the the values are coming in, and it's not a forced point. It's more of a if you actually use the values around what you're trying to do, it will actually improve what you're doing anyway. Um, but because they've all bought into it, when someone actually calls somebody else out on something, it's not because they're calling them out. It's because they're actually saying, "Well, actually, these are this is what we created. It wasn't what you created. It's what they mm. created with you." And that's where it really starts to come alive. And we're we're now what nearly two months into um, the objectives and the reviews. But again, it's just it's focusing on them in terms of getting them to develop as much as them as a team as well. So. So that, that and and everyone picks up at different stages, um, but that's how I bring it around. Otherwise, we could have gone great project, guys. Looks great on the wall. We'll see you in December. Yeah, crack on. We'll see yeah. you in six months. We'll yeah. do another review. Yeah, you put something might, on the website. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. I think that was the thing for me. Is it's, it's about the act of continually reviewing, continually yeah. making sure that we're getting better all the time. Not that. The month before review season, yeah. everyone suddenly mad panic. Yeah, goes crazy and yeah. stays late and does yeah, all sorts yeah. of extra yeah. stuff, and then it's like well, I can't, you know. Then you, yeah, you, you it creates a consistent environment of improvement and growth, and ultimately, it's for me, it's all about knowing that people, you know, it helps with make sure people are being supported as well, so they're you know they're getting the support they need and they're, yeah. they're doing their learning that they need to do and all that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. If they're too busy, they've got a chance, they've got an opportunity to shout. And having you, I think, is a great thing to be able to. It's having somebody a bit separate. Again, in a small mm. business, 
it, it, was, it is all very personal. It's yeah. all very close, and yeah, everyone's yeah. like on top of each other a little bit. And so having someone else that you can come into, I, you know, I worry that you turn into camp counsellor sometimes. But sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but that's um, just for you. Yeah, that's for me. <laughs> mainly, yeah. No, but, but you, yeah, I, I totally agree, and I think um, you know, and it does, and the values when they really are, and they are starting. It is happening, you know. When the values are are working, it works both ways. So, I've seen that they've, the guys have started to ask you for stuff. Mm. You know, and part of the support and challenge to be proactive is, you know, James said he'll get something done. James is super busy and he hasn't done it. And I said, well, that's what well, don't let James get away with it. Yeah, you know, the, one, the one thing you want to do is, you know, get James to do it. So shout out and say, hey James, this is really important to me. Can you do it right? Yeah, no problem. And they, and that's. That's kind of getting them to work mm. as a whole team, rather than it just being, well, I can't do that because we're busy. Yeah. And again, you know, working in the offices like like I do, so I'm you know coming once a week, um, but you can actually start to hear the way that they with clients on the phone, and in terms of that change, they start to want to be better, want to improve, and want to drive drive it, but it becomes natural rather than forced. Yeah. And that's where I think we could put it in an objective. We put it on a piece of paper and say, "This is what you have to do." Versus it becomes a natural thing because they've created it. Yeah. And again, when they when they challenge each other, it's that team that's created the values. Yeah. You know, it's not come from anywhere else. Yeah, these are yeah, they, they belong to everyone that's here. And yeah. as we employ new people, yeah. they will need to meet yeah. those values. And that's when it becomes a bit more of less less of a you come in and we shape the company around yeah. everyone that's here. It's more that no, you come in and you you live yeah. those values, and if you don't, then well, you probably won't come in in the first place. Yeah, so that's kind sure. of how it works because it wouldn't be appropriate. Yeah. You wouldn't enjoy it. it that's and, kind of how. And I think that's you know, when when we recruit, it's not only on the technical ability of the individual or, or the talent that comes through. It's really about this is really important to us. So give us an example of when, but a real example of that, and and that's about how do you get that? How do they live them same values and. I think you also attract the right talent by having your own values mm. because people well, actually I quite like the idea of that. That that kind of fits with my own personal yeah. values versus no, not for me. Just thank you. Not, yeah, not for me. You know, don't for me if you've got an office dog. If you've got you know, yeah, no if, dogs. You really, if you want an office dog, yeah. this is yeah. not the place. It's not one of our values. It's not, no. It, actually one of our values is no office dogs. Yeah. Like we don't like <laughs> I know that's just that is just one of my values. Yes. <laughs> uh, but okay, so and uh, Think, you know this is you know, that, that covers a, a great way of getting the values to be lived by the team yeah another one of my sort of it's one of my favorite subjects to talk about on this uh, on this podcast is um, how you kind of how you motivate people we've talked a lot we've talked to the guys from MMU we've talked to some of the students I think again it, it'd be great to get your perspective mm-hmm. on this kind of thing because now I came up you know when I, I'm incredibly old so when I came up um, you know when I was starting out in my career it was a very much a Stick more stick than carrot. Yeah, it was. I was. You were living in fear of getting fired. Yeah, not like I was not. I certainly didn't feel like I was entitled to my job. Yeah, or entitled to a pay rise or a promotion or anything like that, or really any sort of benefit. I just had. I was. I was happy to be working in marketing. I was glad that that you know yeah. I've been able to achieve that. Yeah. So it was just that was just the way it was, and yeah. it's perfectly normal, and I didn't begrudge it because that was just the way that that was just the way it is. Yeah. And I think, and I was talking to um, somebody else the other day who said that this is an inherent problem with people of this generation that, that went through that process where they had the boss from hell, it was a miserable experience, they then went off and set up a, 
business for themselves mm -hmm. and they made sure they didn't repeat those mistakes yeah so they made sure that they had a nurturing environment where mm -hmm. it was comfortable where people yeah. were looked after where they you know where we had I never had an HR person yeah. in any of those jobs, yeah. but we yeah. have a person that people can talk to to make sure that they're being, you know, they're being looked after and developed yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But then you couple that with a very different generation than the generation that I grew up in. And yeah. people, there is a more of a sense of the people that expect a certain level of something from their mm -hmm. employer. They do expect to be treated a certain way. They expect yeah. certain rights, which is not, you know, it's the probably is the right thing, but yeah. it's very different. So, yeah. and how and do and you? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, I think from a, a generation change, um, a point when you know we came to our first roles, etc. You very you didn't really know a huge amount about the world of work. To be, you had probably your parents or your mm. uncles, your aunties or whoever, or the people, your neighbours, but you didn't really know about the wider world to be no. honest you know you didn't google it you didn't see what else was like you saw newspapers and everything else but sound really old now don't we yeah, but they, there wasn't no that there was no there was there wasn't kind of that expectation of other stuff to yeah. measure against so so how do you motivate people um apart from the the, the, the obvious in terms of what's your own individual motivation um financial etc etc but that's within within certain budgets for me, I think the shift is making people feel part of something, making people grow something. So, like we have here, you know, we're involved in growing the business, we're involved in the decisions around the business. People are asked for their input, people are asked for ideas, and they actually feel part of something rather than it being a turn up to work and go home. And, it, and I think that's what, for me, that's the motivation. Um, that makes a difference rather than it being you can pay somebody but you can still hate working there um, but actually if you enjoy working because it's enjoyable work mm. and the people you work with are you have a shared value or you have shared thoughts yeah. and you, you know you just not everyone gets along because we don't always get along I mean, you know, and that's part of challenging each other but for me I think it's about that you know it, there's a, a shared goal a shared driving force in terms of what's next how can we how can I grow with the business as it grows? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different generation in terms of they have a wider view of the world mm. in terms of what's out there. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what lots of these marketing companies make, you know, make things look lovely in terms of the values and everything else because it looks great from the outside. The reality of when you go and work there, it might be a different story. Different experience, yeah. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's something that, I think there are a lot of, businesses that are now realizing that they can't operate the yeah. way they always operate yeah. the you know the sort of terrorism management of mm -hmm. uh, making everyone live in fear just isn't going to work anymore yeah. because those people just ain't going to deal with it yeah. they're just not you know and, and it's like at first it's a bit like well you know i work you know all these hours yeah. and whatever else and was wasn't scared for my yeah. job and everything like that. Wasn't right. Look at it. it wasn't right, was it? No, it was flipping stupid. It was yeah. like I shouldn't have done yeah. that. I yeah. should have been like, no, yeah. this is not the right way to yeah. behave. This yeah. is you know inappropriate. But but now you yeah, yeah the companies are realizing no, we have to yeah. we have to look after people. Yeah. We have to make sure that people are you know grown and yeah. get better. And, and, and I think you know in terms of um, you know people people want people to be authentic. They want a real mm. story. They want to see what it's actually really like. You know, so the best way to do that is through your people. The best way to do it is through 
get them to see what it's like to work here mm. rather than it being a this is what it looks like from the outside and it's a, it's a brand or whatever it may be um, brands are really important yeah. but, uh, but that is your brand but I mean, that's that the brand that's, the that's your employer really, brand yeah. isn't it yeah. and that I think takes us full circle doesn't yeah. it that ultimately that was the biggest realisation for me is that if the people aren't aligned with the vision and the yeah. you know and the you know, and the values ultimately of the company, then the brand just falls to pieces. Yeah. It's not authentic yeah. because it, it's so much more than just a you know a logo on the wall. It, yeah. It's what people say about you. It's what your employees say about you. Yeah. And the work that you do, the everything. And if if that's not all aligned, it just it does all fall to pieces. And it just becomes work then. Mm. It doesn't, it's nothing else. It's just I come, you pay me, I leave, and, and that's it. Um, but to grow a business and grow a business successfully over a long period of time, that's where I think that you know the values are so important. And I think when you start off with a project with a, a new client from a HR point of view, you start to say things like oh, values are so important. Once once you've got the values in place, you really understand it. And a bit like maybe we had a conversation on yeah, that sounds great. But what what does it actually mean, and, mm. and what what happens after we've done this? And we're you know, we're still very much early days, but you can see the shift and the change you know with the team, um, and it is a it's a it's a it's a team rather than it being individuals, mm. and Absolutely. and that's where it that's where for me the values are so important, if not the most important part of a business, because it drives everything else. Everything else comes off it. Mm. How we do things, how we don't do things. Excellent, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Paul, for uh, sharing uh, some of your time with us today. I hope that was uh, of interest to everybody that was watching or listening to us ramble on for a little while. Um, yeah, I, I think I I can't really overstate how much of a change having those values in place has mm. made um, from from my point of view, and I, and hopefully for the rest of the team as yeah. well. And I think that that's what I would implore anyone who thinks, you know, mm. values. What do they really do? Are they re are they really intangible? Are they just, you know, yeah? Are they just enough a decal for the yeah. meeting room? Really make sure that you co-create those with your yeah. team. Make sure that the people that work there have a, a part in yeah. in their creation because that's how they'll succeed or fail. Because if you just go top down, these are my values. I'm launching them today. They, it won't succeed. No. They will. They will fail. Absolutely. There you go. Cool. Great. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Um, until next time. Um, see you soon. See you soon. Throwing shapes in the in the dance hall. Yeah, that was a while ago. I don't, I don't think I ever threw any shapes. I think no, I tried I to. Seems, I a shape. No, no, no. I tried to avoid uh, shape throwing wherever possible. I just sort of sat around and chatted. I wanted to be in a, like ideally a quieter place where there's no uh, no music and no noise. Like a cave. Um, yeah, like a cave. Yeah, like a cave. I like to chat to my mates and just sort of talk about what's going on. Yeah. Not too loud. Not no. too busy. Um, I was sort of basically always in my late thirties, I think. Constantly. At all times, yeah. Now it's just fine. I'm like, no, you've, you've kind of reached. That yeah, age. I've arrived. I think I, to I'm know. worried it's going to get worse now as I yeah. progress towards forty. That makes Very. a lot of sense, James. Mm, indeed, indeed.